This is Ozarks at Large. We're off and running for an election year. Granted, midterms are still months away, but the political landscape for the season is being formed out. This week, Roby Brock and John Brummett discuss the 2022 political forecast for the president, for the governor, and for the future Arkansas legislature. Roby, who is with our partner Talk Business and Politics, asked John, a political columnist with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, first about President Biden's voting rights speech last week. And if John Brummett thought the president overplayed his hand during that speech. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And there's something wrong with Joe. Uh, I understand that uh, the White House is in, inhabited by uh, bright young progressives who believe that the base must be motivated and uh, perhaps that this is uh, the Democrats' only chance to do big things. But I think he has overplayed the progressive side from the beginning. I've made that clear. But beyond that, on this occasion, uh, I think the name calling, and I've done a lot of name calling in my life, and I usually regret it when I do. Uh, it's, 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 you don't win arguments that way. Uh, you don't have influence that way. But to say that persons opposed to his voting rights bill, which presumably would include two members of his own party who simply don't want to blow up the filibuster uh, for, for reasons that I think have some merit, should be compared to Bull Connor or George Wallace or Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy. That's a line that shouldn't be in a uh, shouldn't have been written, and he should have known to take it out when he saw it, in my view. And it did literally no good. Uh, it did harm. And it violates what I think the people wanted for him when 72 million of them entrusted him as the, as the option to Donald Trump, whom they didn't want. They wanted some boring, blissful competence uh, after, uh, and to help him get over this hangover of four years of Trump. And he has consistently not provided that in the Quinnipiac poll, did you see his approval rating? 33%. Uh, it's, it's, uh, these, are, these are bad days, bad days for Joe Biden and the Democrats, seems to me. What would you recommend is the approach to accomplishing some sort of Voting Rights Act or if maybe just something to protect the security of elections? We seem to be deeply divided on this. You see the partisan lines on this. How do you get something that there's an agreeable enough number of Republicans and Democrats to stop something from happening, such as uh, an election being stolen, which we came pretty close to. Right. And, and, and by the way, nothing in this, seven, I think it's 72 pages or maybe 720 pages, all these bills in Congress are big. The Voting Rights Act, like the Build Back Better, like everything else, is a vast array of uh, a mixed bag, a wish list, uh, and, and I think would do nothing to stop Donald Trump from doing what he did. I do believe there are, I can name six Republicans. That doesn't get you to 60. I think whatever you got to do, you got to do it with 60 votes, uh, obviously. I, I mean, Romney, Collins, Murkowski, Portman, Cassidy, Sass, there's six. And I think you started earlier, you, you should have started earlier than this and set narrower parameters to try to do something about the most urgent uh, electoral needs without trying to get everything done that you want done in terms of uh, uh, gerrymandering outlawing or national election day or voters are mandating the states do automatic voter registration on getting driver's licenses and all these things that Republicans, for whatever reason, are not going to go with. Should have started before now and narrowed it to something about election, uh, election security, which I don't know what is. Yesterday, Mitt Romney was on one of the national shows and you know, he said, look, 
I, I never got a call on voting rights from the White House. I never did. He did it on, on the infrastructure bill. I know I talk too much about that. He and a gang of a dozen, six Democrats and six, six Republicans in the Senate, took Biden's proposal, paired it, and passed it from the center out. That's the only way, practically, things can get done. Now, you can go call names in Georgia. You can run your approval rating down, and you can throw red meat to the progressive base. Or you could try to do something more incremental, narrow, uh, from the center out. And he hasn't tried to do that. And... Uh, that's just the way it goes, seems to me. We have seen some pragmatism from Arkansas's governor, Asa Hutchinson. It was a good week, bad week for him. Good week, he got a $3 billion uh, steel mill up in northeast Arkansas. That's going to be a lot of jobs and a big economic boom to that area. Bad news, Omicron is running rampant across Arkansas. We've seen the highest daily case totals that we've ever seen. Um, I guess if you had to fire an arrow, where would Asa Hutchinson be today? Uh, when I'm really waffling, when, I, when I, I, I have the typographers do a crossways arrow, rather than going up or down, it's just going across with arrowheads both ways. I'd probably do that uh, and wouldn't be proud of it. Uh, uh, you can't give, well, Okay, I'd probably give him, this is going to be controversial, but that's okay. I'd probably, if I had to give him one, I'd give him an arrow up because uh, attracting this, this, this steel industry at those reported average salaries, that number of jobs with that kind of investment uh, in, a, in an otherwise depressed area of East Arkansas that has created sort of a modern steel haven in Northeast Arkansas, which has ancillary benefits with other industries, uh, and is in the and, and is in the technological forefront of that industry. I see nothing bad about that. I think that's good. I don't think Arkansas is unique, uh, or failure is unique in Arkansas to Asa Hutchinson in terms of the rampant uh, spread of uh, of Omicron. And as I said last week. You just hope, uh, mainly we're, we're in a position of saying, let it roll, do the, y'all do what you're supposed to do, wear your masks, uh, get your vaccines, uh, have good sense about what you're doing, but we're not gonna do anything else. And we hope this thing peters out like it did in South Africa and, the, and, then, the, and then the rates, and then the infection rate starts coming down as it has in some of the Eastern states. That's what we're doing. I don't like it, but it's what we're doing. And uh, I, would, uh, I would fire an arrow less on that basis than on the other. Lastly, you have written an article for us that talks about the, um, basically what's kind of going on internally in politics in Arkansas. And you've kind of led this story with uh, something happening in the hills of the Ozarks. So explain your assignment and explain what you've accomplished. Well, the idea, and I do this, I'm happy to do this for you once a year, uh, help you or contribute to, your annual sort of state of the state politics and business now online uh, magazine, and I'm happy to do it. And we usually come up with a kind of state of the politics in Arkansas, some or some element of it for me to do. And that's what we did this year. And this year, your uh, you leaned toward a theme and I agreed. And the story I think bears it out that in Arkansas, we've become so conservative so overwhelmingly Republican 
that uh, the real action in Arkansas uh, for 2022 looks like it could be in legislative seats uh, between conservative Republicans and then more extreme strident Republicans like Trent Garner, who's leaving Bob Ballinger. And uh, I got some concurrence. Uh, the governor, in, uh, when I interviewed him, took quite a bit of time to contemplate that uh, that uh, that question, but said, "Yeah, that's an element of what's going on in politics." Of course, he's he's a traditional Republican who's been fighting that. In Northwest Arkansas, one of the chief uh, uh, examples of the strident, some think destructive uh, uh, Republicans, uh, is Bob Ballinger. He got an opponent from a a gentleman who is the head of the Harrison Chamber of Commerce and a retired uh, Air Force Colonel who in his statement said it's time for collaborative uh, leadership and teamwork, conservative, uh, conservative collaborative, conservative uh, legislative uh, service and teamwork. I took that to be an exact sample of what we're talking about. And I think, I think that he is the kind, that is the kind of candidacy and I'm, his name is Largent, Bob Largent. I think he's the, that kind of candidacy reflects the theme we're talking about. And I think it reflects the kind of, uh, uh, smartly targeted legislative change that the Common Ground Group is talking about, trying to emphasize. The theory being, uh, conservative legislature represents Arkansas, and that's one thing. The kind of legislature we've had, sort of an overactive conservatism uh, that Asa Hutchinson says he sees, is destructive, and that culture could be changed with just a few well-chosen replacements that's that's sort of the theme of the uh, i've got uh, uh i've got uh, a quote from leading democrat senator uh, uh clark tucker who, who says uh with rapert jason rapert who, uh who's rather strident uh running for lieutenant governor with trent garner resigning with some other races developing uh the issue is not how many republicans we're going to have in the senate next year he says it's which Republicans, what kind of Republicans. So that's the theme of the article, and I hope everybody will read it. John Brummett is a political columnist with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and you can read his columns at ArkansasOnline.com. You can find his article about the makeup of the Arkansas legislature at TalkBusiness.net, and we'll have a direct link as well at OzarksAtLarge.com. He spoke with Roby Brock from our partner, talk business and politics. And ahead on Ozarks, we hear from the director and the two actors creating the production of The Mountaintop by Katori Hall, opening tomorrow at Theater Squared. They discuss their preparation and what it means to, among other things, bring Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. to the stage. That's just ahead.